Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls Podcast. I'm Les. And I'm Michelle. And we are joined, luckily, this is so exciting, by Chad, who was an extra on Gossip Girl. So thank you so much, Chad. Welcome to the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's such a nice surprise. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for us too. <laughs> for us too. <laughs> so Michelle and I are not TikTok savvy whatsoever. Um, <laughs> and so we, we have an account on there and I'm the one that's mostly on there and it's become like a food talk and like 90s nostalgia. And I occasionally find Gossip Girl things because Mm-hmm. We have a Gossip Girl podcast, and you came up on our For You page. And I was like, what is this? This is so cool. Um, so thank you so much. I was like, it would just be such a fun chat to just to talk about your time as an extra on Gossip Girl and, you know, whatever yeah, I love we that. decide we want to talk about. So Yeah, uh, so I'm also not TikTok savvy. I literally started doing TikTok six months ago because I was like, okay, got to get on, like, the new the new mm-hmm. shit, you know, and stuff. So I was yeah. like, let me learn how to do it and whatever. And so I don't, I just randomly was like, ooh, voice crack. I was like, randomly, randomly, like, uh, I should talk about this because, like, I think it might resonate with people because, like, people always want to know about celebrities and just, like, you know, shows and stuff like that. And I don't know Gossip Girl is kind of like a cult, cult classic, I guess. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I was not expecting those videos to, like, go as, crazy as they did but it was just like everyone was just like next question what about serena and dan what about this like it just over over over. who's your favorite character who's your least favorite i'm like whoa i did not it was just like to be fun like oh this is a cool experience i had you know yeah well congrats that you blew up from (laughs) yeah Yeah, seriously i I was watching your tiktoks this morning and listening to your music and i was like yes i'm loving all of this thank you so much thank you yeah i thank you yeah, like, obviously, first and foremost, I'm a musician, but um, I realized that, like, on TikTok, you have to just, like, incorporate a lot of your stuff. Like, people tell you you need a niche. Like, you need a niche, you need a niche. And I'm like, I'm just not going to search a niche because I just have too many interests, and I, like, write, and I sing, and I, like, have had all these different experiences. Like, I went to culinary school and stuff like that, so there's just a lot of, like, stuff that I could talk about that aren't, like, specific only to music. So I was like, if I can build a following not just talking about music that will be good for me and then like i can talk about my music once people like care somewhat at what i'm saying you know so very so, yeah, smart that's, very smart yeah but thank you <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so you do it all so how did you start your extra work so um i was in high school and this was actually complete like secret i didn't tell anyone in high school what i was doing like i <laughs> they didn't know i like i had an acting coach starting in sophomore year um and I didn't tell anyone, even my closest friends. I was, like, too shy, I guess, to – and I was, like, wow. I don't want to talk about this. Like, <laughs> I'll just keep this to myself. Um, and so my acting coach was, like, you got to start getting your feet wet, you know, going on auditions and meeting with casting directors. And and she was, like, also, if you want to do, um, like, extra and background work, you know, it pays decently for someone in high school especially. Um, and um, it will just get you, like, used to being on sets and dealing with people and, like, the rapport and the, you know, professionalism that you should have. Um, and so she just gave me some like contacts for in New York, obviously, cause I'm in Connecticut. So it was super easy for me to go in and commute for like, I mean, you can be there for 15 hours. Um, like mm-hmm. even if you get there at like 7am, you can literally like not get out until like 2am the next day. Um, wow. so it can be like crazy, but then it can also be where they call you and then you're there for six hours and that's it. And you go home. So, um, so yeah, I would like sometimes miss actually school for it, <laughs> but, um, oh, nice. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I took two years, well, I took one year and then two years of gap year after high school um, to just like pursue entertainment and just keep getting my feet wet before I went to school. So that's when I like really started, you know, um, pursuing like extra work, just doing a lot of that stuff, just again, to get my feet wet. And because it was something I could make money off of in the entertainment industry, um, you know, when you're not auditioning or when you're not like going on go-sees or castings or anything like that. So it was really just like to get my feet wet and to fill my extra days with like time and with a uh, stuff to fill my time and like make a little money. And that's pretty much it. Do you um, remember your first, ca- uh, extra work like the first show that you or movie that you extraed in that's a really good question um i know there were two that were very much in the beginning i'm not sure exactly where there was one show called life on mars which like i think was only around for like two seasons um yeah sounds familiar but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was it was cool it was like basically about aliens coming down to i never really watched it but that was i think my first thing and that was easy because it was in Queens and it was like outdoors in parks a lot of times. So it was just like, it wasn't a lot of pressure. It was very like chill. Um, and then I did one called lipstick jungle, which was with Brooke Shields. It was like three girls. Um, so that, I think those were like two of my first ones. Um, and, and like gossip girl came, I don't know, maybe like, maybe like six months into me trying or doing it. Um, and you were on the first three seasons of gossip girl. Yeah. Yep. So they, I, I kind of bowed out of doing like extra work. It can be really cool and fun. Um, but when you're in that cycle, you're really, that's all you're doing. Like these people, a lot of them are like professional extras. That's all they do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the reason being is because they call you literally the night before they'll call you, they could call you at 11 PM. And if you say no, like, because you have work or you have school, you can't like they literally a certain agency will give you like three tries. Like if you have said no once and then you, like they mark it on your profile, so you won't get called again from them. So you really have to be ready to like go. So people with like regular jobs, it's really hard to do that with a lot of times it was like people working in restaurants so they could like call out or whatever. Um, it wasn't as serious, but um, I forget what your actual question was. Cause now <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm ranting. <laughs> so you're on, um, the first, from your TikTok, I learned you were oh, on the yeah. first three seasons of Gossip Girl. So um, do you remember your first episode on Gossip Girl? Were you a fan of the show or you kind of just signed I, up to do it? I just signed up to do it. I knew it was a it was it was starting to be a thing. Like I yeah. knew it was like a thing. But I got called for it and I thought it was really cool because I of course saw all the commercials and everything. Like it was like especially like first season, first couple seasons, it was like the new, like hot, like it was like gonna be the biggest thing. Um so I just thought it'd be cool to like be around these like actors and be on these shows that I know that people think is like cool and trendy. Um, yeah. I had not watched it until I started working on it. So like, I, I don't know, maybe I watched, I started watching like the end of the first season or something um, because, because they um, play the episodes, you know, probably three to six months after they're recorded. Right. So so, yeah, I didn't watch until, like, maybe the end of the first season. Of course, like, you always go and look. And especially in the beginning, I would, like, run to the TV and be like, I got to record this. I want to see, like, what I'm on, you know. And then once you're doing it a lot, you just kind of, like, don't pay attention to it as much, I guess. You're just like, whatever. My parents right. are like, you're on an episode tonight? And it's like, yeah, I, I just for- totally forgot about it. Like, it just becomes, <laughs> like, because you're doing it so often. It's like you can't watch every single show, especially if you're in New York or L.A. It's like you're yeah. really on it. Um, right. But, yeah, uh, so I was on the first three seasons. And 
it was so much fun. Like it was so much fun. The thing, the thing about it is you have to be ready to wait and to sit around a lot. Um, which you're in a room called holding, which is like mm-hmm. where everyone, you know, chills and there's snacks and all that stuff. But it is a lot of waiting. It's a lot of like sitting around and like people could be in the waiting room for the entire 10 to 12 hours and then be sent home and like literally never go on screen, yeah. which a lot of these people aren't doing it for that reason. I was doing it because I thought it'd be cool to be on TV and stuff because I was sure. like young and I was like, oh, this is sick. And even now it's cool. But um, a lot of these people are literally doing it for a job like they are professional extra and background workers so they are not like caring if they're going on set they almost prefer that they don't because they bring their laptops and do work and they're like oh like i can just sit here for eight hours and get paid and literally have to do no effort so right i don't know but i i I never got not called to set but one time i was there for like 20 minutes and i was like went home like that was so lame like i didn't Mm -hmm. even get to be on the tv you know so i don't know do you have a memory of your favorite scene that you were a part of my favorite scene personally was when I was like bartending Chuck and Blair. That was like so cool to me because I was their main, excuse me. So like what you see on TV isn't like all of it, obviously, but like right. when they're shooting, it's like you have all the background and they, they include all of that. But like, oh, I really only said yes to like, they call it like featured background work. So yeah. it's like when you're an actual character in the show, you're not just like someone walking down the street. So like they would call up and be like, we're looking for, you know, a bartender, blah, blah, or whatever. And then I'd be like, okay, yeah, like I want to do this. But if they were kind of like, um, I I would ask like what the, what the role was or what the position and be like, oh, just like bar patrons. I would be like, oh no, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like kind of bow. I just like, it was more for me to like have like kind of roles, even if I wasn't speaking. Right. So I loved that scene because I was there, there were two bartenders, but one girl kept like knocking into all the alcohol bottles, like the fake alcohol bottles. So, so they like, were like, okay, you just stand over there. Um, she was just like very ditzy. Aww. So I was like the main, the main like bartender person. So I like had to hand them their drinks and like the stuff like that. And it was just cool to be like, it was just like us three, you know, you have all the regular yeah. background people, but then it was just like the three of us just being like the, the like the little, I don't know, people on the camera. And I was just like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I'm like one of the three, there's two stars and I'm the third one. And we're just like, we're literally a foot away. And so when you're waiting in between all the sets, you're like chit-chatting with them. Like they're making small talk with you because like they know you're acting with them and stuff. So it's like, it's very cool. It's very, it's a cool experience. And was Leighton and Ed nice to you, I hope? (laughs) Super nice. Leighton's very nice. Very sweet. Um, Uh... Ed, are, Ed is definitely, like, quieter and very mysterious. Kind of like what you see on the show. Not, not like, obviously, like, his, like, you know, evil side. But just, like, very <laughs> okay. quiet. Very British. Very, like, very, like, talking like this all the time. Like, so do you think, like, uh, like just very quiet. And, like, <laughs> I like literally what you see on the TV. And, like, yeah. honestly, during the, during the scenes that we're doing, like, I couldn't hear, I, I don't know if you saw that video, but I, you can't really hear what they're saying at all. They're, we're, they're like whispering because they're mic'd. And so you literally, it's like, so that's what <laughs> like, that's what you're hearing. That is literally like, I'm walking by, I'm trying to like, you know, all the actions you're doing, like with the bartending stuff, you're, you can't make sound. So like, I'm putting the glass down and I'm like, you know, really like not trying to make a sound. So you're like not even hearing them or listening to them. Um, yeah. but they're, they're both, they were both super nice and they obviously had, chemistry just from being you know like major screen partners um you could tell that they like knew they were kind of each other's equivalents in the show mm. and this like, was season you know, one 
Or I think that was season two. Season two. I think that was season so two. So at this point, you were established already watching the show, so you knew the characters. Yeah. That's a, and so did it make it more of an exciting experience for you now that you're like, okay, I watch these people on TV. I know them. Yeah. And now I'm in. I'm actually doing a scene with Chuck and Blair. Like, so yeah, cool. for sure, for sure. And then also just behind the scenes stuff. Like he was. I remember he was like sitting in a. Ed was like sitting in a, a banquet seat in the bar like in between takes and i just overheard him like speaking in a british accent and then like it happened again like two or three times in the same like episode and i was in the same like scene and i was like i said to like another another uh extra i was like why does he keep speaking in a british accent that is so weird like i was like what is he like like think that's cool or something i was so confused and she was like he's british and i was like what i was like he's british like First of all, that's so impressive to be able to, like, act your yeah. entire time in a completely different accent yeah. and have yeah. it sound so convincing. Like, that's crazy, like, to me. But I had no idea. And I th- just thought that was f- so funny because I was like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? The whole time I thought he was just, like, being, like, fu- like a, you know, a character on set. Like, being like, right. oh, what do you guys like to do? Whatever. Like, <laughs> no. That's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> was that scene on location or is that on set? That was um, on location. Most of the scenes that they were doing for that involved other characters and extras were on location because they were all like bars, clubs, like um, just like outdoor stuff. But like a lot of restaurants, a lot of that things like the play episode that I was in was like um, in in an actual like playhouse Uh, because a lot of the like individual scenes where it's just the characters are like, you know, in their apartments or. Um, I don't know, one-on-ones kind of outside, or uh, you guys probably know better, but there are a lot, like, of smaller groups. There's not really people, like, right. around, or if they are, they're, like, one random person walking by or something. Um, but the behind the scenes, like, at the schools and playhouses was interesting because it was, those were sets, um, and, you know, working on a set is very interesting and unique because it's, it's just all, like, lights, and there's yeah. no ceilings, and, yeah. um... It's just very different because the, the doorways and everything ends as soon as you can't see them on screen. So it's just like right. it's just a very different experience than what you used what you're used to. It just seems very fake yeah. when you're yeah, there. Yeah, it's a facade. It's yeah, a whole it's, package and you put yeah. it together, and that's your TV mm-hmm. show. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I I liked I really liked working at like on location. The only thing about being on location is that the it was so cold. We were usually filming in like fall and mostly most of winter, and then because they had the summers off. Um, so it was, which I don't think it would be better to be in summer cause it's so hot in New York in the summer, but, um, winter was really hard because you would be walking sometimes like, I don't know, half a mile to the set from holding, like holding wasn't like on the set. So you'd be walking outside in that and it just, it would just be like freezing, freezing, freezing cold. And you'd be like walking and walking. And then, you know, you'd have to, after your whole like 10 hours or whatever, you'd have to like walk back to, you know, the yeah. holding place. So, but, um, but overall I, I, I like working on the locations best just like it makes you feel like you're like in the nightlife like you don't feel as much like you're on a show you're like right yeah, we're just like part of new york <laughs> scene <laughs> yeah did you become friends with any of the other extras yeah i i became friends with like a f- several of them we're, we're just now at this point we just follow each other like on instagram you know mm-hmm. we're not like close friends but um i would see them actually on other shows which was so cool like you start to see people and recognize when you're when you're doing background extra work, you start to like pay attention to them. 
Yeah. Um, because I, I never, you never do normally. And then you start seeing like people that you work with like regularly, especially if they're, you know, of course, if they're in New York, New York based shows. Um, and I would like see people and be like, Oh, I just saw you on, I would text them, you know, I just saw you on this show. Um, and I thought that was really cool. I remember one girl was on like, she was kind of a theater major, but she was on, you know, those like, what would you do shows? Yeah. Like, like, you know, they're like bullying someone or whatever. And she was like the sweetest, nicest girl. And she was like, just tearing this girl apart. And she was, you know, like calling her names and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I just saw you on that. That was so <laughs> weird to see. Cause I know that's so not your personality, but yeah. So you definitely start like paying attention to those things. And honestly, like one of the, one of the questions you guys had asked was like, um, what was like your favorite, um, time time on set and the most fun time is literally hanging out with the rest of the extras yeah because you all know kind of like what you're doing what you're there for and at the time especially gossip girl a lot of other sets that are like like i was on law and order a lot and like they're all older people they're all like you know 50 year old 60 year olds people that are like actually professional background workers and people that would be in like court scenes and stuff like that on gossip girl it was they're like rounding up all the young young extras so it's like we were like teenagers and, like, getting to be on this hit show, and it was just, like, really fun, especially if you had, like, certain costumes, like, for the play scenes. We had, like, you know, we were all in costumes. They were in, like, medieval, yes. the women in, like, these big medieval, like, outfits. And that was just fun because we were, like, hanging out in the play playhouse in the, like, audience section, um, like, watching the rest of the filming when we weren't being used. So we were just, like, hanging out and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, so, yeah, really fun memories just to as something that I like did as part of my like life and career, you know, yeah. it's just like a cool experience. Yeah. And Michelle's awesome. sister actually was on a few law and order SVU episodes. As oh, yeah. Cool. We, we yeah. live on long Island. So oh, nice. we, we're close to New York city and my yeah. sister, she would do law and order extra work and I would go with her and have to stay there because she was still in high school. So I kind of was her my guardian. Mo- yes. That's yeah. exactly what my mom did. She would yeah. drive me in or we would take the train. Yeah. She would yep. stay there or my brother. They would stay there for like literally the entire day and figure out what to do. The other thing is they have no, they don't tell you as you can attest to when you're getting out at all. It's literally like you could be here another eight hours or they could all of a sudden come up to you and be like, you're going home. You're checking out. You're checking out. And so you're like, you don't know when to tell these people. My mom could be saying, I want to go up to Central Park and like hang out there. And then all of a sudden she gets there and then they call and they're like, I'm done, which like obviously I would wait. But um, it's just like such a like quick thing. So I always felt so bad for like my so you're you're a very good person. My mm-hmm. my brother and my mom would do that because I was like you know in high school and I couldn't go by myself. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like all of a sudden they'll just like be like you're going home and you're like oh okay uh, where are you and they're like they could take could take them an hour to get back to you you know yeah, yeah. so yeah, you only crazy. took uh, New York based television shows for your extra work. Um, I think there were a couple that I did in Connecticut, but they were very small like indie films or something like that. All, all of the, like, major motion picture and, like, TV shows were definitely in New York City. There's a lot, especially, so, during that time, there was, like, five Law & Order shows. Yep. So, like, it wasn't, like, SVU is obviously the best one, and obviously it's the one that's <laughs> lasted the longest. Um, But there was so much Law & Order work. It was, like, all Law & Order, and that was, like, it got to be tiring because it was all the same stuff. And, like, on TV, it seems very dramatic. In person, it's very dry because yeah. it's oh, not yeah. spliced or anything. It's not, like, flashy like Gossip Girl. So, right. you know, th- there was a lot of Law & Order. So it was, like, at the at the end of it, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of being on Law & Order, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, nothing. I mean, it's so cool, but. Did anything yeah, exactly. shock you while being on the set of Gossip Girl? Shocking. Um, 
I mean, definitely the accent was pretty shocking. <laughs> I, um, I, there were, well, I don't know if it would be shocking. I, I think that a lot of the cast members were super reserved and quiet, which I guess I wasn't really expecting. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm a big personality and I've like been kind of in the entertainment business for like a while. And I, I you know, I'm obviously not a celebrity, but I expect celebrities to kind of be this like larger than life, huge personalities and kind of like that, like, kind of laissez-faire, like, do-to-do vibe that a lot of them give on screen is, like, what they are actually in person. Mm-hmm. Like, Serena's very, like, like that. You know, very, like, quiet and, like, kind of, like, mumbling her words a little bit. Like, just quiet. So it's, like, there's not, like, Penn Badgley, same thing. They're just, like, not these big, big personalities, which obviously, like, they're there to work and do a job. So there's no, right. like, judgment in that. But it's just, I was expecting, like, you know, if you'll be, like, chatting and laughing and like crazy and like it's not like that they're very quiet um i know that a big issue a big issue with um that they had a lot of times was that they would be revising the scripts until super late the night before and so they would keep switching them and like i remember a couple times um some of the actors would be like this is why we can't get our scripts at this time like being very serious at this time of night because then we don't remember so when you when you're when you have your script and you don't know it and, you know, you call line, and right. that means they repeat the line, mm-hmm. you know, the there's someone literally on set that's the script reader and they literally call out your line so you know to repeat it. And they won't necessarily cut in between that. Um, so there would be like some days where it was just like line, 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 because oh, they would yeah. get the script at like 12 a.m. or 1, 1 a.m. And then they would we would be on set at like, you know, 10 a.m. They've like studied the whole thing. And when they're it's like they're making a lot of changes, but they're like very small changes. So it's like if they. Right mess them up and like they they notice it and so I remember that was like kind of a, a thing that I, I thought like the scripts would be set and they would like have them weeks ahead of time and they'd be studying them and, like no they were literally editing them until like the very very last minute oh, that's so stressful like, yeah like I, I would yeah yeah like that's why I understood when they'd be like this is why we can't get that because like that's really hard you know right is there a particular is there a particular scene you remember see- watching and that happening like between two actors that happened more versus that happened, you know, with another actor. As far as them, like the lines, not yeah, memory lines. So I remember the people that were like, I remember like, I think that if I'm remembering correctly, that Layton's girls, the sidekicks, the I don't minions. know their names, the minions. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they were forgetting some of their lines, and mm-hmm. I remember she she was kind of like speaking up to kind of defend them. Oh, okay. So they like messed up a couple times and she was like, she was like, this is why we can't like, I don't think she was saying it for herself. Right. Um, so yeah. So that's what I, that's what I remember. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what episode that was in, but that was like the time that I like was most vivid to me. Yeah. She was very close with her, those friends. Like those were her close peeps. I feel like. Oh, I feel like that's nice, nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. They were spending a lot of time together yeah. and the main cast members, I just don't, I would think that I would be, like, super close. And I think most people think, like, whatever cast members you're with, you're, like, super close with, right? You're spending every day. And yeah. it wasn't like that. And that that is normal on sets. It's not like yeah. you're not expected. I mean, we as the public expect. But, like, right. you're on sets and you're on sets all the time, right? At this time, this was, like, kind of a big breakout thing for all of them. I know they had been, you know, done the sisterhood and all that stuff. But right, yeah. this was, like, a, the big thing, you know? And, um you just expect them to be like really, really, really tight. And that's, that's just not the way it is. And that's not the way it is on any set. It's nothing against right. them. It's just like, 
you it's like you go to work with coworkers and some you're just like okay mm-hmm. with like you're not friends or enemies you're just there some you're really close with and some you're like eh, I could do without them you know but like that's how it is on sets too it's like you're more coworkers i feel like yes. and of course like if you're in like a movie with like you know a few huge stars i think they're going to be probably closer cuz they have to do all the promotional together and whatever like like really like Meryl Streep or whatever yeah, Jennifer sure. Lawrence i feel like they like actually hang out a lot and like get along but yeah. i just didn't feel that way maybe also cuz it was like a bigger cast i don't know but yeah cuz you had about 6 or 7 like main characters main characters yeah and then you had like 10 like all the parents and all that right. stuff which were also and then the siblings and the you know right. minions and stuff so there were just like a lot of regulars i guess right which, you know yeah. So, um, in your TikTok, you said that Jessica, who plays Vanessa, was one of the sweetest cast members that you. I love her. I love her so much. She would obviously have no freaking idea who I am, but at the (laughs) at the time, like, um, she was just very nice, and I didn't, I hadn't seen enough of the episodes when I was seeing her to know that she was like. She came on the set, and I was just like, first of all, I was like blown away by her beauty, like especially in in person. It's like blinding like her eyes and like her dark hair I was just like whoa like she's stunning um but aside from that just like a really really sweet person and like her smile is just very contagious and she was just really nice person like you I don't know if it's because she wasn't like in the the main cast she was like that the little bit out but you could just tell she was like very just a very sweet person and I posted that on TikTok and because I never when I was doing these TikToks I was very strategic I was like Nothing, not that I have anything bad to say, but I was like, this is all just like give people insight, not to like bash anyone. You know what I mean? It's like only to talk about amazing things and like whatever. So, um, I just, I just thought she was like so sweet and kind and, and then people, oh, what I was going to say is people on that video commented they had worked with her on other sets and that she was, they said, oh my God, I'm so happy you're saying this. I had the same experience. She's like so sweet. So I was like, oh, okay. Like it wasn't just my experience. Like. She's just a nice person. Yeah, and yeah. she seems like it. And I like, stand Jessica Zor. Yeah, same. Yeah, like, we do too. To you that <laughs> you felt like I want to have a platform and and speak my piece, but also in a way where you're not trying to hurt other people. Yeah, because I see there's so much of that on TikTok so too. Much. It's like people want to like bash everyone. It's like oh, I waited on these people and I hate this actor and whatever. And it's like I had not on Gossip Girl, but I had like not great experiences on with certain celebrities. And it's like I just would never bring that to my space because like yeah some people have bad days like you just that's just not it's like that's it that's it everyone's human and you celebrities are also human and like just because i had one bad experience with someone or one you know celebrity didn't tip something or whatever it's like what are you gonna do like it's it's not it's just not it doesn't bring value i feel like so that's my my position but so jessica was your favorite cast member but do you have an actual favorite gossip girl character I love Blair and I love Chuck. They're like the most, like, I just like the, like, I don't know. I like the drama in, in TV like that. Um, I love them together. I thought they were like so smarmy together and just so like sleazy, but like in like the <laughs> most best entertaining way yeah, possible. The most yeah. commercial um, way. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I think Blair was my favorite one because I think, I think obviously they're both like had, had tra- trauma, but I think that like, Ed was maybe a little, or Chuck, not Ed, was a little more, like, actually evil. And I think Blair was just evil out of insecurity. Mm. And I liked, yeah. and I really liked seeing, like, you know, some of the, I don't know the episodes well, but I I loved seeing, like, when she would kind of, like, become human again. 
was like she was this like larger than life on a pedestal and then she would come down and like she would kind of break down and you'd see her kind of fall apart a little bit like little glimpse of that and I was like oh I love that because it makes her character feel very human you know like yeah. even those like mean girls are still they still that's coming from a place and they're like you know they have they have more to them than that it's just like that's all everyone sees because that's what they're projecting I guess yeah so I love that reasoning yeah. there's so much deep seeded deep rooted psychological issues and the you know trauma and things Absolutely. that happens to these characters and that's like each week michelle and i really dissect the show because we feel like you know vanessa or jenny they're like the most hated characters on this television show and we have never said probably a bad word about them because honestly no they were my favorites which is like the unpopular human. opinion <laughs> i love that though you i'm always it. i'm always like anyone that's unpopular is like who i love right, and yes. then Underdog. because Exactly. Because also I loved Jessica Zor in person. I started loving her character and I was like, oh my, like I started loving Vanessa. And I was like, this is so funny because I started like hearing that like she's like someone that's not sought after and like is not liked. And then I saw the episodes and I like understood obviously some of the reasoning why. But I was just like, oh, I love her character so much. And every time she would come on screen, I would just like smile and be like, oh, I love this character. Yeah. I, asked, I also do love Jenny Humphrey. I really so do. So do I. I love Jenny. I, I love her character. I just loved... I loved her, like, gothic whole thing. Like, yeah. when she did the whole, like, you know, when she switched around and she became... I forget the episodes of, like, Predipore J and, like, that stuff when yes. she just, like, became this, like, kind of, like, little evil person. I was just like, oh, that's so cool. And she became so badass. And she... That was who she was in real life. Like, that was her style and everything. So I think the producers just, like, were, like... And directors, we saw this, you know, side of you kind of coming out. Like, let's go with that because you'll be able yeah. to fall into your character. Right. Yeah. The other thing I think is so funny, and you probably this has nothing to do with that, so we can go back to Jenny. If you want. <laughs> but um, I did not know at all, and you may notice when you're watching the credits and stuff, all of the episodes are directed by completely different people. Well, yeah. yes, each week the directors yes. are not the same. It's like not like there's a director for Gossip Girl, and I was shocked by that because mm -hmm. so they literally have now you could be doing like. You could be doing four episodes, like four weeks, or you could be doing two, you could be doing one, you could be doing two months, but they would just like rotate, like, so every week there would be different directors directing them, which I just thought was so interesting, but also bizarre because you don't know, I, obviously you have to watch the show then, but you don't know like their, the acting skills and how they work and like, you know, their, their isms and all that stuff. And you just like come onto a set, you have to direct that episode, like, that just, which maybe is why they kept it so fresh, but I just thought that was so interesting. Like, I never thought, like, different episodes would have different directors. Like, you're literally directing the whole set, everyone on set. Like, to me, you'd have to be there every week to really understand it, or at least a few seasons or something. Um, but no, it was like, every week I'd be seeing a different director, like, directing everyone, which is very interesting. Yeah, but, and yeah. each week I read the who's yeah. written and directed by, and nine times out of ten, it was it's not the it's same. Not the it's same. so interesting. Yeah, and also I I just I I do wonder how that works. Like as far as like, so they're just like signed on to do one episode, and then that's it. Like, is it just because they had the free week? Probably. Like, I don't get why they wouldn't keep someone for like a few weeks. Like, I, right. I just it was weird to me, but. That was something bizarre. I just want to share. Yeah. yeah, no, we see we see that on all the shows. Yeah, we yeah, do, you crazy. know, all the podcasts. Yeah, we talk about teen dramas. Like, there's mm -hmm. always a different director, but especially with Schwartz oh, and Savage, the producer of Gossip Girl and OC, and even I think in the teen drama world with Friday Night Lights, there's a lot of repeat directors that mm -hmm. now we're learning the yes. names. They'll kind of right. rotate. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, I right. see. 
That's interesting. interesting. So it's all the shows. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was wondering yeah. because I, yeah, I don't and know. I, that just struck me as something. The genre. But like listening Standard, to yeah. um, Office Ladies, like Jenna and Angela, they talk about pretty much, I mean, is it the same? I feel like each week they're like, oh, yeah, this was directed by so-and-so. So maybe it's just right. they switch it up. Maybe on that's purpose. how television is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, yeah. So, do you have a show that you would have loved to have been an extra in that you didn't get an opportunity to work on? Oh, I love that question. Um, well, does it have to be during my time doing extra work? <laughs> why not? Whenever you want. Yeah, whenever. I would have loved to be like an extra on Golden Girls or something. Uh, <laughs> like that would be my okay. ideal. Like just oh, someone like to like witness that. Like. Um, let me think. Um, I would love to have been like an extra on some nineties, like, like full house or something like that. I just would love that nineties kind of like sitcom era. I would have loved that. Like, I just think that's so cool to be a part of something that was so like epic for that time period. I'm trying to think of any current shows. I don't even know during that era. I mean, New York is a smaller market for sure for filming. Um, maybe... Maybe an an eighth of the shows are filmed in New York compared to LA, which is yeah. and then there's there's all these different side markets, obviously. Um but like you know, like Friends, for instance, was set in New York but was filmed in LA. Yeah. Right. Um like stuff most stuff is like that. So anyone that's like in New York is like those are, you know, have to be set in New York because of the outside, like Law and Order or Gossip Girl. It's like you can't fake that. Um I don't know if there's any, if I think of one, if I think of one during this, I I will definitely let you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what my favorite shows of were during that time. I did get to work on the show Fringe, which lasted like, I don't know, I don't know, maybe three or four seasons, but it was like a sci-fi. It was Joshua Jackson from uh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're going to like this. You know who he is. You're going to like this fact. I was his, um, yeah, (laughs) Casey, I was his, um, his, uh, photo double like body double for yeah, for that yeah. show yeah the first season so we were like the same exact i mean i was young i don't know probably still a teenager and he was like 30 something but yeah. <laughs> um i yeah so basically what a photo double body double is like when you know you're doing stunt work or or you're dead or something and they like you know put someone right. in so they can film photo double is when you are literally acting as the character so like any shots that they didn't get you won't you won't see like your head. You'll see the back of you or your arms, your legs walking into places. Any like close ups that they didn't want to like waste the actor's time with, basically, or that they missed and didn't get. So it'd be like a lot of like hands, arms. Um, so I would be dressed in his exact clothes uh, that he wore for the same scene, and then I would do basically all of his same motions and actions. Um, so that was like that was cool. I love that. that that's, that's actually cool. how I got. Yeah, that was one of the ways I got into uh, Screen Actors Guild. Because you have to be on certain nice. types of sets to to get into there. Yeah. Um, you get you get things called waivers, and if you get three waivers, you're in Screen Actors Guild. One I got on Gossip Girl. I think that was for being bartender. Um, one I got there, and then somewhere else. But so that was that was like a very cool experience. Because I never that even I never cool. even met him. I never saw him on set. Because ah! anytime I was going in to do stuff, he wasn't there. Because I was doing it because he was you know too busy or whatever. Right. So, right. That's so That's cool. a cool experience, which I didn't even know that like existed. I never knew like if you see certain like people walking on TV, you like it might not actually be the character. Right. Yeah. I, never yeah. I would really like to do that. that. I mm-hmm. think that would be fun. Be like, oh, yeah, 
I'm so and so's feet. You could have exactly. I mean, I feel like you could have done. You could have done. Um, oh my god, what's her name? Blake Lively. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. could have done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the biggest thing is like the measurements. They're like they're like yeah. okay, how how you know they'll have you come in and fit you like to right. see if you know you are exactly like you know looking like them. Right. Right. I remember though at the time I didn't like I couldn't really grow a beard, and he had like scruff. So like sometimes I would have to like paint on a little bit of scruff to like so even if you were getting like the side you would see you know you'd right. see that which oh, is crazy. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. Now I have a beard, but at the time I did not. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Beard. It's so fun. Um, have you watched any of the reboot of Gossip Girl? I have not. I'm also a little bit. Have you guys? Yes. yes. You watched. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll ask you your thoughts in a second, but um, yeah. I <laughs> I am such a like kind of purist that like anytime something like that happens, I'm like, oh, it's just not the same. Like I, that's just the way I feel. Like um, I'm trying to think of the other things that have done that, but didn't Sex in the City have the not not the new one with like the new the old cast members? Didn't they have like a mini version a couple they years ago? They had like the Carrie Diaries. Yeah, yeah. I never and watched I, it. Yeah, me either. So I was, I don't know, stuff like that. I'm always just like, oh, it's like not going to be the same. Gossip Girl, like the reboot, I see people in it. I'm just like, uh, first of all, I love the diversity and I think that's amazing. But, yeah. um, but I'm just like, oh, you're not this, you're not those characters. Yeah. Like you're just, you know, I don't know. I just have never, it just seems like a completely different show to me. It doesn't seem like something that's Gossip Girl. It, it is. just is a new show and they're just like capitalizing on the Gossip Girl name. Yes. Um, yes, to an extent. It, it definitely started out a little rocky for me at least. But as the season went on, because they just closed on their first season, it did it did get good. But it um it's not Gossip Girl. It's like it has the no. element of Gossip Girl in it. But com- is there a narrator it. that's Gossip Girl? Kristen Bell is still the narrator. So how do they? So do we not know yet how they're doing that? Like who who that person is? No, or? they tell you in the first episode who Gossip Girl is. And then since after that is like the aftermath of why said person is Gossip Girl. I won't ruin it for you, but our listeners okay, already okay. know. Um, <laughs> oh no! Then tell me. Then tell me. Oh, so tell it's um, it's their teacher, and it what? kind of becomes like a group of teachers really who work bad. in constant. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's weird. It's terrible. And Tavi. Tavi Gevinson, I don't know if you know who she is. She no. plays the character and, I mean, the teacher who's like Gossip Girl, the head Gossip Girl. And then it's a whole board of teachers. Yeah, it, it gets really it's messy. It's messy. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, um, but not yeah. not really anything like the original. So, um, Is there anyone that makes like cameos? Yes. Um, f- oh, they do. Not, okay. uh, not any of the kids. I call kids, I should say. But yeah. some parents have. Okay. And... Dorota, which is she's the queen. So that's amazing. Oh, and, and we had uh, Georgina's son. Georgina's son is in it. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, they bring in the elements and they do reference old show to an extent, but it's it's like watching a completely different show. So it's yeah, like, yeah, it's that's a good kind of and how a bad thing. If you're looking for yeah, Gossip yeah. Girl, that's not what you're getting. And if you're it's looking it, for yeah. another show, then it's a very HBO show, like lots of yeah. Sex, drugs, and alcohol, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Oh, it's on HBO? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, so it's like next level then. They're like mm-hmm. trying to like make it grittier, yeah. edgier. It's like, um, yeah. Euphoria, as I am exp- I've never watched Euphoria, but that's how people have described it to me. So I guess gotcha. I understand. So yeah. yeah. But definitely quirky and still fun and the fashion's amazing. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, if you're looking for Gossip Girl, it, it's not Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. No. So tell us a little bit about your music. So your album, Kingdom in Exile, that's out for people to download. Is that what people do? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I, <laughs> is that what they do nowadays? No, you can stream it. You can stream you it. It's streaming. on every streaming platform. Um, yeah. So I have uh, two full length albums out. Um, Kingdom in Exile came out last July. Um, so that's my most you know, recent work. You can stream that everywhere. Spotify, Chad Post on Spotify, Apple Music, every, you know, YouTube. Um, and then my next thing, my first single off my third album, which is like the first thing I'm kind of releasing since I've been on TikTok is um, called If I Was God. It's a single. It's come as, comes out uh, February 9th. Oh, so, so very, ooh, soon. very soon. Yeah, I know. I took the lot. So my album came out in, in July and then I was like, I need to take like some time off. I feel like I'm getting burnt out, mm-hmm. which is then why I put more time into TikTok. Because I was like, let me let my, like, creative juices kind of, like, you know, recover. Um, so I'm really excited because I haven't put anything out in, like, eight months, which normally I put something out, like, at least once every two months. So wow. from here, for the rest of the year, I'll probably be having a single come out every month. Nice. <laughs> pretty much. Every six weeks, yeah. Do you find so, it to be hard to do TikTok? <laughs> do you feel that yes. it's, it's, it's like a full-time job <laughs> in itself, right? It, I feel... It's a literal full-time job. It's, a, it's but involving I think, a lot of... Fat moving factors that you have to put yeah. all together in a little shiny box so for sure and like i have so many just interests and random thoughts and like trying to like fit that into something like anyone that makes it like huge they're doing the same type of video over and over and over and over again about mm-hmm. the same exact thing and it's like that is exhausting and tiring to me like when i come up with an idea or think of something i just like do it and post it like i don't overanalyze it right. um but uh, yeah, it's it's a full-time job. I mean, these people that, especially during the time, I wish I started earlier, but during the time when they, like, kind of blew up, we were all stuck inside, and so many more people were on TikTok, and that's all they were doing. Like, a lot of people were on unemployment or just weren't working or whatever it was, and they were literally pushing out 12 videos a day. Like, yeah. and, and some people yeah. I follow still do that. And it's a lot. Like, I think that my biggest piece of advice, because in, like, six months I went – from having no followers to 12,000 and like a few viral videos and whatever. But my biggest advice is like, stop, don't overthink it and literally just do anything and put anything out because anything that is getting big is like literally the least amount of time that people put into something. Any video that you take like amount of time to like put into is not going to do anything. Like I literally came up with the gossip, the original gossip girl thing. Like, Oh, I'm the extra. I was, you know, a regular extra on gossip girl, blah, blah. I thought of that in that second recorded that and posted it like immediately like, like there was literally no thought that went into that at all yeah. and that yeah. like blew up but if i'll like be like oh i'm gonna talk about you know something i don't know Brittany and jamie lynn spears and i'll like gather all the facts and i'll like put it all together and splice it it's like it some of the, some of them did do really well but like it might not get as much because i put too much time into it almost like it seems yeah. more curated i don't know um, so I, I would just that. say like just post everything yeah. all the time. Yeah, okay. like anything, That's great anything. Advice, because Michelle and no, I really good. want to like continue to utilize it for our platform, and we feel like so overwhelmed all the time. It's so overwhelming. I think. Okay, here's the other thing. A lot of the time, you should stay off of the actual app and mm, stop yeah. worrying about what everyone else is doing. And when you go on, you're literally literally recording yourself, posting it, replying to some comments, and getting off the app because watching everyone's it's like paralysis. Like you literally mm-hmm. watch everyone's over and over and you you don't even eventually know what you want to say or what's creative to you because you're just being pushed into this content nonstop. So like 
think of what you want to do, gather some ideas, put like 10 down, be like, what would people want to know? I always, starting with a question is like a lot of times very important and very like kind of clickbaity. Like, did you know that on the set of Gossip Girl, blah, 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 for you guys, I'm saying, um, like gather like 10 ideas that might be, um, things that, you know, people want to learn about, like the set of Gossip Girl, the characters, like just, and more specific than that. And then like, you know, like fun facts people might not know, like, and then come up with those ideas. And then you can literally, literally record like 30 in like a half a day. And then you'll post like two or three a day for the next like three weeks, like gathering that content and then like slowly pushing it out. Like I will spend like one weekend day recording a bunch of TikToks. I change my outfits so that it doesn't look like it's the same day. Um, and then, and then I'll, um, you know, post them sporadically whenever I feel like it. Love that. Um, yeah. 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 That would well, be my biggest the advice. tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that. I know we're starting. We were just talking about that last week because I made a TikTok and I was like, I just, it came to me. I did it. I posted it and that was it. And then we're like, right, we're going to, we're going to keep going. Yeah. We just have to, yeah, that's do it. literally just go off of go exactly that gut feeling. It's just like, yeah, whatever. that's like, what it was. Don't overanalyze. Oh, this video isn't doing very well. When I'm telling you, it goes from nothing to yeah. like zero to a hundred real quick. It's like you could post some first. Okay. Here's a perfect example. I had a video like last year that went viral about customer service. And it was like me, like saying, don't go into the store 10 minutes before they close. But I was like, as someone who worked in a lot of customer service, I was like listing all the reasons and whatever. Went like super viral. I don't know, 2 million some like views and like hundreds of thousands likes, like thousands of comments. And then we had the like, I don't know if you've seen, but like, what was your most viral video of Mm -hmm. 2021? And so I posted that same exact video at the end of the year, like in December when they were doing that. I don't know. It got like 130 views. (laughs) It's like, like makes no sense. And this was how a lot of people were like getting their videos to go viral again. And like, it did not catch or land. The video is exactly the same. It's a screen recording, all the same hashtags, nothing different. And it just, it's just literally whatever they decide to throw into the algorithm at that moment. So don't overthink it. Yeah. Just post. Just Thank do you. it. Like, oh, don't overthink it. Just post. Just post. Ah! Just post. <laughs> I, love I mean, that's that. my name, but if it's fitting. Yeah. No, it's super fitting. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love it. That's so great. So before we wrap up, we have a question we ask every person that we speak to. It's a it's a Total Betty Podcast Network question. So don't think so hard about it. Whatever. Okay. Also, my mom's name is Betty. So. <gasps> So I, I saw that when I saw the email, I was like, oh, this is such a sign. I oh, my gosh. <laughs> Betty, love it. All right. So if you were a type of noodle, what kind of noodle would you be? Okay. Um, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with um, tortellini. Yes. Is that a noodle? Is that a noodle or is that a pasta? No, Should I, you want me to do a noodle? Sure. No, no, no. Pasta's that pasta okay. noodle is what. Okay, we because yeah. I feel like I'm like kind of intricately wrapped, like a little kind of package, and I have a nice soft filling that's cheesy and fun, but also like you know I can be very serious at time and very elegant and and you know polished yes. at certain times. I that's guess that's a beautiful answer. <laughs> if you felt like there Just was guess. a sauce accompaniment, would what sauce would that be? No pressure. Oh, I would do no, no. I would. I know the answer to that. So I'm normally dairy free, but like I splurge on a lot of things. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would do like a, um, like, 
mushroom truffle cream sauce. Yes, bitch. Oh, my yes, goodness. Yes, yes. yes. I want to eat that right now. So <laughs> good. It. That sounds so, so good. Yeah. And delicious. Yeah, I know. Now I'm like, I want that. <laughs> Maybe it was just what I was hungry for. I don't know. Right? No, that's a, a wonderful answer. I about... loved all of your reasoning. That I don't know if we've ever had tortellini, right? We haven't. No, one has no said I. That, so this, but people, it really describes your personality. It's one of yeah. my favorite questions. You know? I love that. That's yeah. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. That's gonna be like an icebreaker now when I go to like different yes. places that I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this has been so much fun. We so appreciate you coming on and talking about your journey. And we wish you all the best. All of your links will be in our description for the episode so everyone can check Amazing. you out. Go listen I will to repost Shed. it on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you. listen to my music, please. Yes, yes definitely. Um, if you guys think of any other questions that you want the answer to that you didn't ask, you can feel free to, you know, message me or whatever. Awesome. <laughs> Thank Maybe you so we'll much. take talk right. to you. We'll do like, um, what is it called? Like a side by side? Oh, a, a duet. duet. A duet. A duet. A duet. Side by side. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you so much. We hope you have You're a great welcome. weekend. Yeah, have yes. a great day. Thanks thank for having you. me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Talk soon. Bye. All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to 3 Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at 3gossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Hold up. 